podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to Across the Pond MLB Podcast, part of Across the Pond Sports Network. Don't forget to drop us a rating and review after the episode. Check us out on social media and on our website at atpsports.net. And welcome to another episode of Across the Pond MLB. I'm Tracy and I'm joined today by Jaysha. Hi, Jaysha. Hey, Tracy. How are you doing? I'm good. How are things? Been wonderful. Great baseball weekend. A lot yeah. going on. Just got back from uh, Baltimore. So just got home. So I'm ready to get going. Excellent. Unfortunately, Molly can't be with us this week, but I'm sure she will be back with us very, very soon. Love you, Molly. Yes, love you. Oh, see? Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> Anyhow, so Baltimore. How was Baltimore? What did you get up to? Baltimore was, was great. I was out there visiting my uh, my client, Cedric Mullins, who's like my little brother. I went to go visit him and watch him play. They were playing against the, the Red Sox. They got swept. But he had a great weekend. He's continued his hot hitting, leading the league in hits right now, and one of the top top three in batting average. But had a really good weekend. It was good to get out. They had a nice little crowd out there. But, uh, man, the Red Sox was looking really good. J.D. Martinez was on fire, hit three bombs, three bombs, four for six and four RBIs in the 14-9 win. So it was, it was pretty crazy. It was, it was bad. But, yeah. But, no, it was a good weekend. Uh, it started out on Friday. Actually, went to the Braves home opener, which was very exciting. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. You enjoyed yourself? I did. I did. The energy was crazy. Like, I think I remember I told you the Braves started out kind of bad. Like, they're hitting. It really wasn't hitting. And I knew once they got home at Truist Park, and I felt like they were going to ball out in their the – Hank. They, have the, they, they were wearing the throwback jerseys. They had a tribute for Hank Aaron. Oh, uh, cool. That night. So, they had 44 on the field, and uh, they were wearing the old Milwaukee Braves uniforms. Oh, and, nice. And when they wear those uniforms, they, they go off. Kuna <laughs> <laughs> had a really good game, hit a bomb to dead center. Freeman hit one. I mean, they, they it was a really good weekend. They took care of business this weekend. Excellent. Sounds like you had a really good time then. Yeah. yeah. It's all right for some then, isn't it? Getting to watch real baseball. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can't come soon enough, I'm telling you. So this week has been a week in baseball. Padres, first no-hitter from a hometown kid, Joe Musgrove. That was exciting. Yeah. yeah first, first time. What was, it, what was the time frame? It was, it's been how long? Oh, God. I did I did hear this the other day. I think it's something like 70-something years. So it, it's since the formation of the franchise, basically. There has been... They were the only franchise without a no-hitter. So they are no longer the only one. And um, he went to high school in the area, I believe, and grew up as a Padres fan. So that that's a really sweet story for him that's and his family. <laughs> that's amazing, man. That's good for him, man. The team, I saw it like the team was just going crazy. And, I mean, the, the Padres are going to be fun to watch. I mean, they're definitely one of the top teams, top two or three teams right now. And I think they're definitely going to be someone to watch. 
Yeah, so the power rankings came out and the Padres are in second in the power rankings, which is is high. That is very high. What do you think? How do you feel about that? I think going on what they're doing so far, they're they're on a seven and three start to the season, so they've come out really hot. Mm-hmm. So I think it's deserved. That's good. To see who 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 was surprised that you saw that jump the biggest, who made the biggest jump? Looking through twins jumped up from six to four. Astros from eleven to five. Interesting. And I know I'm a Mets fan. Been a really good, good, good season. He's got five bombs so far. Yeah, the lead, lead. You know, he's really going off right now. His 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 wins above replacement and uh, overall stats, man, are really really good right now. And also, uh, Nelson, you know, Nelson Cruz. Mm-hmm. So he he hit a bomb that was like was he had a bad bomb at the dead center field this week. But um I think the Yankees had a good weekend as well. The Yankees. Well the well the Yankees are gonna I mean they're they're number three, so they don't think they didn't move. I think they stayed right where they are. Yeah. Uh, obviously the Dodgers still number one. The Braves they dropped though, you know? The Braves dropped down to six. Yeah, from four. <laughs> right from four. But you know, this early it's the first season. It's gonna it's gonna change up. Yeah. What about um, your Mets though? Yeah, they dropped down to 10th. I'm surprised it's not lower. <laughs> it, it seems like our pitchers just can't get run support at the moment. They, we've left so many on spa- on base, particularly Jacob deGrom had an amazing game the other day and just left so many players on base and it's just ridiculous. So speaking of the Mets, did you see the Michael Conforto hit by pitch? I did. I did. I saw the highlight of that. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. I I was watching the game live because it was at a sensible time here in the UK. He definitely leaned into the pitch. But as the rules stand, there is nothing that the umpire could do about it unless he called it a strike. If he called it a strike, it would have been a full count. Mm -hmm. But Conforto, he can't hit for anything at the moment. It's like he made an instinctive decision at that moment to lean in because he sucks right now and he is a better player than that he doesn't need to do that he needs to chill out and get out of his own head he's thinking too much about things at the moment and I think he just needs to take a step back chill out a bit and stop thinking so much and remember that he is a good ball player and he can hit the ball out the park and but he doesn't need to hit the ball out of the park. Small ball is just as important. Right. Yeah, because he's hitting about 143 right now. And yeah. Below the Mendoza line. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit, yeah. But it's, it's a lot of guys, but but definitely you start to see a lot more guys heating up. And so, you know, but, you know hopefully he'll get his he'll get his swing swing down. But, yeah. Uh, Nemo's having a pretty good uh, season so far. Yeah, he is. He's been one of the the shining few at the moment <laughs> it just it just feels a bit depressing being a Mets fan at the moment after the uh games against the Nationals were called because of covid then last night Stroman went out for i think it was three pitches and then it was called a rain delay and then the game was called so we burned a starter and my understanding is that that is the home manager's decision whether the game should go ahead 
in a rain delay situation. And that was the Mets manager. So that kind of sucks. It just feels like they, they haven't got anything together at the moment. And, uh, yeah, they need to do better. Yeah, I tell you what, though, uh, what what do you think about some of the games? I mean, like all these games being canceled, and I think there's one just got well, here's one just got recently canceled, but it's because of uh, what's going on in Minnesota. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I just I just found out about that. Like, I mean, I was out of town this weekend, and you know, I just saw there's another shooting, and then all of a sudden, um, I just I'm just getting the text. So, do you do you know much more about that? Like, what what happened? From the news coverage I've seen over here in the UK, uh, the police officer was making a stop with this African-American gentleman and instead of reaching for his taser and going with shooting with his taser, he shot with his gun. And he's saying he thought it was his taser. Now, that's between them. I'm not saying it's racially motivated or not because that's not my place to say. Um, not knowing all the details, but I don't know. There, there, there has been a lot of shootings of a similar nature in the US, and they're saying the twins are saying it's out of respect for the family and not wanting to increase the workload on the police. Mm. So, um, is, there, is, is there a protest going? It must be. I need to check out. There must be some protests going on right now. They've said in their statement, out of respect for the tragic events that occurred yesterday in Brooklyn Centre and following additional details in this involving situation, the Minnesota Twins have decided it's in the interest of our fans, staff, players and community not to play the game today. The decision was made by the Minnesota Twins after consultation with Major League Baseball, local and state officials. Information regarding the rescheduling of the game and corresponding ticket details were released in the near future. The Minnesota Twins extends its sympathies to the family of Dante White. Right. Okay. So whether they know that something is planned and they don't want to end up having to close the ballpark, because um, I think a couple of years ago, didn't the Orioles, was it the Orioles, that played a game in a closed park, because of protests that were going on about mm, yeah. 20, 2019, I think it was, maybe 2018. Okay. But no, that's that's sad, man, just to, I mean. It is. Fortunately, you know, that happens often, way too often, you know, whatever happens, you know, and I know police officers, I know people who've been harassed. I've been harassed before, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's um, the level of training, you know, needs to be better, you know. It's, it's crazy how military knows how to engage and, you know, and, and, and properly engage people in the army and when mm-hmm. to fire, when do to, to resort to um, combat, you know, but it's like proper training needs to happen. So if you're going to be a police officer and, and, and have weapons, you need to have really good training. And I understand like emotions and fear, but if you, you go to the Marines, or you go to the armed services, you train for like six, you know, like months yes <laughs> boot camp and it's like you have weapons shooting you learn all the proper techniques when to do what yeah and and so it's just people out here that don't they go two weeks worth of training <laughs> like if they're lucky know, yeah if like two weeks worth of police academy then you're good and then you know yeah 
maybe they need more de-escalation training and things yeah. like that. Yeah, more emotional. Yeah. Handling your emotions, um, things like that. And community engagement and things like that. Because I think if they engaged the community on a social level, like I know like in New York, they do like bus- basketball clinics and things like that with the police to try and give, like so they can see each other as human beings rather than just people they encounter on the street. Yeah. So who knows? I, I really do hope the situation improves. It It's happening too much in the US at the moment and something needs to change. Yeah. And on that note, we are going to go for an ad break and we will see you back in just one moment. So by now, you'll have seen our website, atpsports.net. You gotta admit, it's pretty awesome. It was brought to you by the team at Data Squared. You can find them on the web at datasq2.co.uk. They're dedicated to bringing the very best in website design with hosting and security. Their aim is to provide you with the very best package you need to help spread the word about your business. Data Squared will design and build a website for you. And they'll build it not just for desktop, but for all devices so you can be seen on the move. Data Squared will help you choose your domain, making sure it's relevant to you and your business. And they'll open up an online store for you. They have the tools so you can keep track of customers, their orders, stock, and much, much more. So why not expand your business online today? with data squared visit datasq2.co.uk so thanks to our advertiser for that one speaking of advertising i'm going to pop one in here later this week on friday across the pond sports has kenrith burke from the golden state warriors appearing so make sure you catch that wherever you get your podcasts ah now back to baseball all-star game is moved yes yeah, to Coors Field, home run derby in Colorado <laughs> is going to be hilarious. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. great. You know, I'm super. I'm still sad. I'm kind of yeah going through the stages of withdrawal. You know, the the what they say, like you, you, you're your seven you're, stages of grief. Seven, you're going seven, through seven of grief. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like disbelief, and I'm like, uh, sadness, anger, sadness. And now I'm almost I'm gonna to acceptance where Colorado is gonna get the game this year and uh, good for them they haven't had the, the game since it was since uh, 1998 I want to say yeah you know? 23 years yeah a long time How was 98 23 years ago that 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 oh. just feels really weird to me I was in high school <laughs> 98 I was 18 <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah, I was in high school. I was in the junior, I think, <laughs> in high school. But uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely um, you know good time. I mean, Colorado was really good at that time. I mean, they had Larry Walker, Benny Castilla. He's a you know icon and yeah, the great Dante Bichette. You know, he had a you know, his swing. Is uh, he Bo Bichette's dad? Yes, in fact, he yes, is. Bo Bichette's dad. Mm-hmm. Who plays for the Blue Jays? See. Yeah. I do know things. Oh, <laughs> my, nice. my brain is good for something. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be crazy. And I think the home run derby is going to be exciting to watch. I think they may break some records. Yeah. How many do you think they're going to go for? It's it's going to be fun because, you know, I think they have a new format now, how they, you know, they're different rounds. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of bombs hit. They're going to have to have a few buckets of balls. <laughs> well, the last one I saw was Pete Alonso and Flag Guerrero mm. in the final. You, you saw um, it in person? 
No, I wish I saw it in person. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> but yeah, Pete Alonso won that one, so. But he, he can't hit for Toffee this year, so never mind. <laughs> some, guys, some guys are still getting their timing down. Um, I was, like, watching the game. I mean, I was even watching over the um, the series against the uh, the Phillies and, and just looking at, you know, I put my coach hat on. I mean, and this guy, even, you know, guys like Harper, you know, they're late missing fastballs they shouldn't be missing. You know, their timing is off. You know, it's like. Man, he's only throwing like 93, 94, and you're late on balls. You know, he's jumping yeah. at the ball, you know, and that's, that's that's common, you know. So guys are still trying to figure things out. We've uh, got to remember, it's it's like less than two weeks into the yeah, season. Yeah. Guys are going to come around. Guys are going to get hot. I mean, you know, when you've been in the league for so long, you know you're going to get 500-something to bats a year. You know you're going to be playing every day. It's yeah. a long season, so – those guys are just kind of going through their their routines, and you know the guys who are legit guys, they're they're going to be there. In the year. <laughs> but Jacob Degrom has found midseason form. He was throwing a hundred and two in his start the other day. Yeah, pitchers, pitchers, man, they're definitely they're a different breed. I mean, they can, <laughs> the starters, they the guys who can throw, and and that's all they have to do is stay in shape and run and. Their bullpen. <laughs> better, you better be <laughs> I I saw a graphic the other day um, when I was watching the Mets game. Jacob Degrom's gained five miles an hour in the last five years on his fastball. Credit to him and his hard work in the gym. That's that seems slightly insane to me. Yeah. I mean, you would think that it would go the other way that as they get older, the ball would slow. Mm. But year on year, he's gained at like almost consistently at one mile per hour each year. And he's now at 102 miles an hour on his fastball. That's crazy. Man, It these guys who really, really love the game and really work and, and, and yeah. try to find ways, because this, this new biomechanical uh, technology and the training methods that are out here, these new uh, driveline, what they call driveline analytics and these type of medicine ball programs, throwing programs yeah. that they have that is just insane. I mean, I threw hard. I threw 94 miles per hour, and I had no clue. I just long tossed, you know. <laughs> I would throw. <laughs> I just throw as far as I could and just, you know, get on a knee, and I'd throw a weighted – I used to have – I used to throw a weighted ball, so that definitely helped. But yeah. now they have all these weighted ball programs that you can do, and they call it uh, like – it's like over speed. You're throwing, and you're throwing with lighter balls, and you throw with a heavy ball. And it's like these kids, these guys are just getting insane, and, and they know how to get the shoulder muscles stronger and therapy, yeah. things like that. So it makes so, sense. They got all the resources in the world. So if you if you are a player, you know, and you don't take advantage of it, I mean, that's on you. So we didn't discuss this one before when we were talking about what we were going to cover, but I've just remembered something. The umpires now have the ability to send off balls that they think they've been tampered with, and they've sent off a load of Trevor Bauer balls recently. <laughs> so it will be interesting to see if uh, anything comes off that. Off his, I think it was his second start. They sent off about five balls hmm. to be analysed to see if they'd had substances added to them or they'd been tampered with in any way. But how do you sort out like the chain of custody from that? Because presumably the catchers touched it, the umpires touched it, the pitchers touched it. Who do you work? How do you work out who's done what? 
that's that is kind of that is weird. That is something that's that is very new. I mean, they they talking about like going to the mouth. Like anytime they they're like warning pictures more and more about touching, you know, touching going to the face. Yeah, more that happened um, this weekend. This week, you got a picture from the Boston Reds that kept getting warning them. Hey, they're going to the face. Yeah, I mean they're like the whole after the the whole Astro situation and cheating. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. They're just looking at every little thing. So it'll be interesting to see if anything does come of it. Oh, Dexter Fowler, poor poor bloke. Have you seen what happened with him? Yeah, I saw when he when he got carted off the field. I was hoping it'll just be something you know a little minor, you know, because and that's unfortunate. His age, you know, like we we go way back and uh, from from. And working out here in locally in Atlanta and knowing him for a while and just to see him have this type of injury to be out for this long it's unfortunate it's, yeah six to nine months with a torn ACL yeah and how old is he now uh he's in his 30s he's, he's probably like he's probably about let me see I don't want to say but I think he's about 33 33 34. so that's going to be a tough one to come back from at a at that age, and I know that sounds really stupid, but for a baseball player, that is like the older generation. Yeah, so he's thirty-five years old, you know. But I think, I mean, that is that's that's unfortunate. But he can he can still come back and play. You know, what I mean, if he works mm. out with ACL, he's an athlete. Yeah, uh, and that. and like you say, they've got the best facilities and best trainers right. and best everything. So. If they're going to come back, if he puts the work in and he gets the okay from the doctors and everything else, then hopefully like the stars will align for him and uh, he'll be back either maybe pushing later on in the season or next season. Yeah, and, and, and you know, because being in the outfield, you know, being in a play center, you're left. I think because, you know, he was with the Angels more when we played mm. corners. So corner is not as... You know, still you're running and making plays, but it's not as demanding as playing the center field. Yeah, it's not as athletic, maybe, as playing center. So, but he is six, you know, six five, and you know he can, he still can swing. He can come <laughs> and switch hits. So, yeah, you know, well, I'm praying for him. I, I think he, you know, he's going to be okay. He's going to probably just got to go back and get healthy. That's the main thing. Yeah, because. Even if he's allowed to play in six to nine months, then he's got to return to baseball fitness. And that may take him longer. Who knows? But but hopefully we'll see him back because he's been a player for sort of nearly as long as I can remember. So did you see J.D. Martinez? Oh, yes. I saw him. Popping those home runs. I was at the game uh, in Canman. Yeah. He was crushing them. Um, He, like... I was like, wow, he had three home runs in a game. He was on fire. Crazy amount. He's got, like, the RBIs he had that game was insane. And then um, there's another guy who was tearing it up uh, for the for – the, for the, he, cre- he creased his average up. I think it was uh, – yes, what was his name? He had a good good series as well. But I'm, I went to see Cedric Mullins, so yeah. I don't really care what they were doing. So I was there to see Cedric, and Cedric killed him. I mean, he, he went – he had another, he was two for four that game. I was noticing how that they played him on the shift. And I'm like, he can go opposite field. <laughs> so he hit a, I was like a double, he hit a double down third base line and the third base was playing near shortstop. I'm like, okay. And we talked about it. He was like, I was like, yeah, man, they're pitching you away. <laughs> they're going to pitch you away. They're going to give you, I mean, they don't know that you can go opposite field. <laughs> so, uh, but we were just talking about the good things of just like how he's feeling in the plate, you know, staying comfortable and really just because 
at this game level, one thing he got to has to work on is hitting, being a little bit more aggressive, jumping on fastballs early in the count. Yeah, which is, which is which is a credit. He's starting to see more breaking balls, like second pitch, the third pitch. They're really trying to go to their breaking balls. Ooh, respect. So very respectful. I'm like, dude, they that they really respect you, man. So, and you're still getting hits, and they're throwing you off speeds, and you're getting you still finding a way to hit. So yeah. you just now just think about being more aggressive on the fastballs early in the count. Like you know, don't be afraid. You know, just that first pitch fastball, jump on it <laughs> because. Yeah. You know, you, you can get you. That's where you can get your, your doubles and you can increase your, uh, your extra base hits. Yeah. And you're on base percentage. And exactly. And you don't ever have to get into those accounts where you have to face it. But, you know, you can. You got back control. You're feeling balanced. So he's he's going to start working on that. So I'm hoping he's going to you know start seeing a little bit more fastballs because he takes a lot of because he's a leadoff guy. Yeah. He likes to take pitches and things like that and put himself and work the account. Yeah. Like, be aggressive. Yeah. Speed, you know, you never know what can happen. Because even if you don't hit the home runs, if you're getting the small ball, you're getting on base, you're giving your team the best possible chance. So it's got to yeah. be done sometimes. You can't always be hitting for the fences. Mm-hmm. And with, with with players, one of the biggest things, you know, we talked about this, is if the team has confidence in you, you're like that's when it, you can relax and just play ball. So. He's yeah, at a place, he's at a place in his three years, you know, up and down within the in the in the minors and the majors, mm-hmm. going through his challenges. And he's at a place where he can just relax and like play ball, and and they're giving him the green light to steal bases and let him do what he do. And yeah, and um, that's just a sign. Like when they trust you, yes, to do <laughs> to play and be that that guy every day. Mm-hmm. The veterans like you in center field, you're making Gold Glove catches and dives. I mean, he did you see a play he made? He went and dove. All the way in left field. Oh wow! Mount Castle, Castle was—he uh, <laughs> kind of had to get out of the way, though. But <laughs> he covered so much ground. I forget, like his his sprint speed was like twenty nine or something. Like his his wow, 20, it was like twenty nine meters covered or something. Yeah, like that. it was something crazy. That, and, um, that's yeah. He covered a lot of distance, and uh, but that's what he's been doing. Yeah, and it's just now people are starting to see it and like, who is this kid? <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm proud of him. So it'll be interesting how he goes sort of his first couple of full times through the like his teams in his division yep. and see how he fares against the different parts of the rotation. Right. The adjustments and yeah. And you talk about if you can hit in the AL East, like mm-hmm. you can hit because <laughs> that pitching, the pitching in the AL East, that's a tough division. Yeah. So absolutely. Like a lot of guy a lot of guys who who hit well or um, the pitchers be like, look, uh, there's some hitters in the league, and then there's good pitching in that league, in that division. Yeah. You go to another, you know, you go to another division. It's not as crazy because you got the Blue Jays, the, you know, the, hmm. the Rays are good, the the, the, the the Red Sox and the Yankees, them the two main. <laughs> main Who would have thought Red Sox at the top of the uh, AL East? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but I I didn't see it happening. <laughs> And like I say, I know we're only two weeks in, but it I still find it quite funny. But that's just me. <laughs> they gotta hit, you know, sometimes it's when their DNA, the, the, these these franchises, they have that winning DNA culture. They're just like, you know, and then they got a pretty good manager. They're on, and, they've won the last six games. They're six and three. So they must have lost their first three games. So the Orioles. 
they got swept by the Orioles, and then they've been yes, winning everything. Yes, of course, yes. Yeah, in uh, Boston, they got swept. And uh, Baltimore are tied second with the Yankees and the Rays. Yep. Uh, no, actually, they're all on 444. All the others, they're 4 and 5. <laughs> Everybody else in the league. In, so sorry, in that Orioles division. 4 and 4? Four? Uh, 4 and 5. 444. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So that that's a very even division, that one at the moment. Not lopsided at all. There's going to be some uh, battles in that division, definitely. Well, when you compare it to like the National League West, when already the Oakland A's are three and a half games behind the Houston Astros. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fairly lopsided there. So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out over the course of the season. Because like I keep saying, we are only two weeks in and yeah. I need to to chill out a bit and not get too too bad on the Mets because they've only played players you know don't get too high don't get too low just it's a it's an even kill stay low like stay consistent and it's gonna get warmer right yeah these teams are in up when it's a little cooler but when summertime comes that air gets a little thinner more balls gonna be driving out of those ballparks uh it's gonna be fun yeah well with a thin air in Denver can you imagine those balls flying at the all-star game oh yeah that's gonna be fun as an, like an outsider who didn't have any investment in the um, Atlanta venue, that's going to be a fun one to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not going to bring that up no more. Atlanta. No, we gonna... we're going to forget that it was never. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Painful. Oh, oh bless. Painful we'll get memory. we'll we'll get you therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there anything else you want to discuss, Jasha? No, I'm good. I mean, this was a great, great weekend uh, for baseball. Um, I was able to get out and see my Braves uh, play, and that was fun. And just, you know, again, just being out there in baseball. Um, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if I'm going to get much opportunity to go to many more games for right now with schedule, but I um, want to go ahead and get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So You got uh, your fix. Yeah. So waiting on you guys to go ahead and come join me over here and hey, go to some games here soon. Oh, hopefully, hopefully. Well, they're they're talking about May when we can start going abroad. So I I just need to get my second vaccination first. And and then we'll see. I might might try and get, I don't know, if we can get insurance, Mm -hmm. then hopefully we will be over sort of August, September time. Okay. All right. But yeah, we'll see. We're going to put it out there. It's going to happen. Right. We're going to manifest it, aren't yes. we? We're manifesting. We're manifestors over here. <laughs> so, so let's manifest some listeners. <laughs> yes. That we're going to catch next week. And hopefully Molly will be able to join us then. And we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. And let's hope this week is as interesting as last week. Yes. All right. We'll see y'all. See you late next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Across the Pond MLB Podcast, part of Across the Pond Sports Network. We have episodes dropping every Tuesday, so join us next week. Sports Social Podcast Network.